Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. And good morning. Welcome into ESPN 1000. Good the morning White Sox, to you, buddy. Two touchdowns and a field goal yeah, last night. Yeah, that was Xander. a hell of a football that? game. Yeah. Cubs missed an extra point on their two touchdowns, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> 17-13 the final last night. Welcome in. Jesse Rogers sitting in for Fred Hubner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, along with Xander Mark Xander. Yep. And uh, it was quite the circus last night, Jesse. I, I had a late dinner with my wife, so I was late getting to the TV. And by the time I got to the TV, it was 6 zip. Keiko was just getting just used. And I thought, what is going on? And then you went now to the we bathroom know, to relieve yourself. You came back and, and, and it was 13 And then all of a sudden, yes, uh, I knew the Sox would come back. What do you think about Keiko? I mean, he's had, he's had a rough couple of outings. It seems not to be getting any better. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden Jake Arietti comes to mind, where you know Jake kind of just lost Ooh, everything. You went, I don't you know. went there fast. I, I know I you did. I know fast. I did. I'm just really worried. I'm just concerned. Maybe I went there too fast. I'm too concerned too early. However, he really did not look good last no, night. No, no, he did not. We're, we'll get into it. I'm going to answer your question good. in just a good. moment. Yeah. Mark Xander, Jesse Rogers here till noon. Jeff Dickerson's going to join us. Final Bears preseason game against the COVID Titans. Uh, we'll talk about that with yeah. him. Dylan Cease, White Sox pitcher, is going to join us at 1130. And we're going to play Ask Dylan Anything. Great kid, having a great season. Man, he was good up in Toronto. And we were going to let, we were going to let the fans get to Dylan. Ask Dylan oh, Anything. Oh, that's awesome. You and I are going to take a step back. Yeah. How many of you have talked to a Major League Baseball player and, and have been able to ask them any question? Ask him how he throws his changeup. Ask him what it's like to live on the road during this. Whatever you want to ask Dylan Cease at 11.30, pick up the phone, 312-332-3776. I may have a couple silly questions for him. Well, you're a silly Sox fan. <laughs> I am. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm very excited. I was about Dylan's to say that might kid. be redundant, but that'd be. I think that'd <laughs> probably be mean to Sox fans. No. Uh, but you are silly, and we'll let you ask Dylan Cease yeah. anything at 11.30. I want to get to Keiko in a moment. Um the night started, I, of course, was over there right. before the game, because that's my job, right? Um, I'm standing in front of the White Sox dugout. I David Ross had come over to that side of the field to say hello to somebody. I can't remember who now. Said hello to David Ross real quick. Um, David Bodie is running the bases, as they do in batting practice. They, do, they run to first, and they pretend to take a leadoff. They run to second, mm-hmm. they take a leadoff, they run to third. He's that third. I'm in front of the White Sox dugout on the third base side. He's taking a leadoff there. Said, hey, David, because he looked over at me. Said, hey, Jesse. Takes off, trips over a ball, which we didn't know right away that he tripped over, and goes to the ground, sprains his ankle, he's pulled from the starting lineup. Oh. Because there was a oh. random baseball there. Yeah, That's how true. the night starts for the Cubs. And I did not know how hurt, like, no one did. He goes down, and I joked that he tripped over the T in guaranteed rate because that's written on the on the field there. Sure, that's where the logo is. Yeah, yeah and because and uh, Andy Green and Ross looked over at him, and I said, oh, he tripped over the T. And he was down on the ground for a while. That's how the night starts for day, for the Cubs. And then we get to that first inning, okay. Looks like they're going to put that David Bodie injury behind, behind them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, after that, all hell breaks loose. Um so back to your Keiko thing as we progress this this thing through the game. Yeah, look, if you've listened to him 
he has talked about saving something for this time of the year. So if this is him saving something, where do we go from here? Because, okay, maybe he struggled early on because he's a veteran. It was 60 games last year. He's talked about this. Right. He wanted to prepare for the stretch run, get himself in playoff shape. Well, here's an easy team to face, and he's just terrible in that first inning. And he has not gotten to any groove all season long. So the answer to your question is, yeah, I mean, right now, cross him off the playoff list. Luckily, that, that is, they don't that's need That's exactly him. what I thought last night. And who would have thought? I tweeted yesterday, Reynaldo Lopez oh boy. saves the day. Who would have thought we ever would have said that? That's part of the, the great storylines that the White Sox has offered, right? Carlos Rodon. Now, Lopez. And as recent as him being in AAA, he wasn't lighting it up. He no. came up here just to get a little, uh, you, you know, time in the bigs again, and all of a sudden he's stepping up when we need him. He is it's just been incredible. He is three one two three three two three seven seven six. The number. So we go from Keuchel to Lopez, who now probably sort of takes that long man role. Let's say again, the playoffs started next week because a month from now, for all we know, Keuchel will be the best anything, pitcher on the team. That, like anything no, could that's, happen. That's so right. Let's pretend the playoffs are starting next week. Yep. Lopez is probably your long man. And or if there is an injury, perhaps a starter, because I think you'd probably put or, him or ahead is of Keiko right now. Or is it Kopech? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think Kopech's ready to be stretched out. Now, if Kopech starts a playoff game, it's probably a two or three inning stint. Okay. Where Lopez could probably start. Now, again, this is just talking well, well, right now. Well, it seems like, no, you're right. I, I believe Lopez could start now. I'm just wondering, you know, at what point are we going to put the test, real test, to Kopech? You're not. You're not. Not this year. No. Okay. That they they had that chance when Rodon went down. Mm-hmm. They didn't even start him just for a two innings right. as an opener. Right. They said we're we're prepping him for his role in the playoffs. We're not stretching him out. This is what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to leave him. That's why you you saw Lopez get those starts. Um, so we go from Keuchel to Lopez. He shuts them down, and then the White Sox offense takes over. Yasmani Grandel. Amazing. What do you say about him? Well, coming off the rehab. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. injury. The uh, the return for Yasmani. Look, this guy is a gamer. You know, he he came back a lot quicker than uh, many of us thought. You know, I think uh, days after he got hurt, he had already talked about you know getting his rehab started. So we really don't know, right? We're on the outside looking in, and all of a sudden, it's like, it seemingly he he was on the fast track. Well, boy, is he ready. To come back, and boy, do we need him now. It's just, last night was the first night, Jesse, in the regular season right. that we had everybody in the lineup on the south side as intended. Yeah, unless you consider Adam Angle that guy, but right, basically yeah. they had everybody from the their spring names, training yes. roster because mm-hmm. Angle wasn't around really in spring training. Right. Uh, Grandel, it's his second career game with eight runs driven in. That's pretty impressive. Second career game. <sighs> Most yeah, guys, yeah. you know, never do it once. He's done it twice. Two on, nobody out. Long hold, now the pitch. A drive in the air. Deep to right. It is gone. It's a tie ball game. Welcome back, Yasmani. Right when the White Sox need him, he delivers and gets him right back into this game. That ball was absolutely massacred. 
And this place is up for grabs. And he drives one deep. That ball will go! A three-run homer for Yaz, and what a night he has had. Eight RBIs. That's better than a cycle. What a night for Yasmani Grandel after he got kicked out of his rehab start the night before. Who gets kicked out of a rehab start on injury, right? Right. You'll hear from him on that in a few moments. 312-332-3776 if you want to sound off about Keuchel. You know, Kimbrell gives up a couple in the ninth. We could get be- get to that. But yeah. in between, a lot of good things happening at the plate for the White Sox. But, of course, a Cubs team will do that to you. <laughs> right, you're facing a Cubs AAA team. You're gonna you're gonna put up some numbers. Yeah, let's go to Brandon in. Um, where are you, Broadview? Brandon, Broadview. you're on ESPN hey. 1000. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, I called last week and I was on cue about how bad Keiko is. I mean, it's to the point now where you have to take this guy out of the starting rotation. He cannot start another game because he's already taxing a bad bullpen. It's to the point now, if you start him, you got to have two, three guys on deck ready to go based upon pitching uh, multiple innings. And this bullpen has given up more leads, blown saves, and ties than anyone in the majors. And based on our offense, I'm not impressed. And I'm not going to – you did exactly what you're supposed to do against the Cubs. You go seven for seven against those good teams, and you didn't bring the uh, bets to the ballpark. Now you want to show out. I'm not impressed. Continue <laughs> to do what you're supposed to do against the – no, they, they don't deserve anything for what they just showed over uh, with, with Toronto, Yankees, and A's. I mean, come back against the A's this week, bring those same bets to the ballpark, and I applaud you. But, hey, hey Jesse, hey, you remember last year – when Keiko was critical of the whole team, mm-hmm. when he just said there was no end. Now it's coming back on him. Now all the criticism, this guy is brutal. And like I said last week, Steve Stone ran out of excuses for Keiko on why he can't find this. No, he's bad. He's bad. You don't need him in a bullpen. Let's just eat the money, man. We're trying to win. Eat the money, and, and, uh, and I say flat out, just release the guy. Peace. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. And he's probably not going to be pulled from the rotation mostly because they have such a big lead, and granted, they're fighting for home field right. advantage. And, and look, but, there's a chance he's you know, going to find himself again. Chance. You know what? Yeah. I mean, he's a professional, right? And he has a resume. Right. But, and all of these things should be considered in that. But I get Brandon's frustration, yeah, frustration yeah. because, yes, this has been like, what, the second, third start where he hasn't gone deep into the game, and we've had to go through a bunch of bullpen arms and he's right you know the bullpen kind of scares me at some point you know the uh the offense gets a lead then we then we go and all of a sudden yeah you know like Kimbrell last night look uh, we won the game it was a shootout at the okay corral but I'll tell you something Kimbrell giving or I I um uh, Kimbrell giving up two home runs it's like wow that's 17 to 10 is the answer to that question it's a closer pitching in a seventeen right, to ten okay, game. Right. Okay. Okay. That's the it's, answer. It's more of a mentality yeah. thing. Yeah. And okay. I and 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 this is a great debate. And I want to ask callers this three one two three three two three seven seven six. I think the bigger debate is about him pitching in the eighth inning. He talked about a mechanical problem, which maybe got fixed. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting how he has struggled in the eighth and not so much in the ninth until last night. But again, I think the answer to last night was seventeen to ten. Right, closers. Don't okay, so take uh, do well. take last night off. Take the map. that out of it. I, you, I think he needs the juice of the ninth inning. I and, don't think it's a I, coincidence. I 
didn't really I, I didn't really see that until the other day when he came in and he was just lights out in the ninth. I think that there he obviously is one of the best closers ever, right? So he thrives on that. So maybe that's where he belongs. A and, lot of closers and, thrive now, on but, that. Okay, I bet you Liam think, Hendricks would be the same way, to right. be honest. I don't think he'd be as good in the eighth. Not when you've already developed this mentality for the ninth inning with this adrenaline. Oh, okay. I've talked to a lot of closers, man. You should see what they do to get ready for the ninth inning. They're taking caffeine. They're taking Tylenol. They're taking Red Bull. I just think the eighth inning is a different animal. Not to say it's impossible to adjust, but you're asking a lot of someone to do something different midseason, I think. Well, I'll tell you something. We're going to pick up on this on the other side of the break. I want to ask you how we're going to use those two closers, those two ninth inning closers, how we're going to make that work between them for the uh, playoff run. Mark Sander, Jesse Rogers here till noon. We want to take your calls at 312-332-3776 right after this on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. And he drives one deep. That ball will go! A three-run homer for Yaz, and what a night he has had. Eight RBIs. That's better than a cycle. Last night, Len Casper on the call. He'll have it tonight as well. Game two between the Cubs and White Sox. Jesse Rogers, Mark Zander here, talking about the Crosstown series. The White Sox taking on a triple-A team right now, and they put it to him at the plate 17 to 13 the final we've talked about Keiko. want to get your thoughts on that although it's pretty obvious if the playoffs started today who the four starters right. would be yeah. usually you use four there's no reason the white Sox wouldn't in a best of seven um we could talk about the order of those starters at some point but there's a lot to talk about before we get to that uh ronaldo lopez looked good grandel at the plate the rest of that team at the plate kimbrell in the ninth as we talked about before the break Here's the question I want to ask, and I know you have one as well, Mark. Do you think that pitching in the eighth has impacted Kimbrell's performance, or do you think it was just kind of he was due for some, you know, hiccups because he was pitching so well? It's really hard to go a whole season with like a .5 ERA. That's my question. I don't really believe in coincidences, meaning, oh, it just happens to struggle as soon as he's traded. I think the trade impacted him in whatever way, right. whether it threw off his mechanics because he was joining a new team and he was going to start trying too much and he threw off his Maybe it was mechanical mm-hmm. or maybe it is pitching in the eighth inning or maybe it was just changing teams and, and going from last to first or second to last to first and a pennant race now. And, and he again, maybe he's overthrowing. Like, I don't believe it's just a coincidence that he struggled. But that doesn't mean he's going to struggle for the next two months. No. I just want to see him be really good in the eighth inning and or the ninth inning like he was really good for the Cubs for three, four months. Yeah, You know, last night you brought up because it was the, you know, crazy high-scoring game that that had a different vibe to it and we're not so much worried. It's just shocking when you see him give home runs like that. But in context, you're absolutely right. And I do think now... I have been convinced that the ninth inning does matter. 
to a Craig Kimbrell. Now, moving forward, my question to you is, and I think it's probably an obvious answer, but it's we're going to A-B them, right? We're going to have pitchers work up to the end of the game, and it's either Keiko or Hendricks. You know, I mean, Kimbrel or Hendricks. I, yeah, uh, Kimbrel or Hendricks. Yeah, not Keiko. No, not no, Keiko, no, 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 not no, 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 no. Um, but we're we're going to have them close it out. We're going to skip that because if we keep using them early, I think it's evident that they need to be the closers that they are. Sure, we but have they a both Tupera. can't pitch in the ninth. Right, you know? right, right. Well, what I'm saying is maybe we we ab them right on a Monday if if it need if we need to go there, it's Hendricks. On a Tuesday, if we need to go there, it's a uh, Kimbrel. Well, that's what Tony would say, but rarely does it work out so right. Nicely right. Well, that, for that's you. the intention, right? right? But you have a Tapera. At first, they, they, he wasn't impressive with the White Sox. He had a couple rough he games, he but he's really come two. around. Yeah. yeah, to somebody that uh, Larusa can really trust now, and maybe let go a little more than just an inning. Now, look, Rick Hahn talked about that whole Kimbrel in the eighth inning thing yesterday before the game, and he dismissed it and. I'm not saying it's just because he's in the eighth inning. I'm just taking the whole picture. He's he's this Hall of Fame closer. We're considering putting all up, things. Put him on all-star yeah. season. Yep. Then he's traded. Then he's moved to the eighth inning. And it's just different. He dismisses it. And look, last night I'm saying it was 17-10. to 10, But if he hadn't struggled as a White Sox pitcher and then last night happened, it'd be easier to convince people that it was only because it was 70-10. to 10. But he struggled last night after having a bunch of other struggles before that seven-pitch right. outing against Right, you've got a lot Toronto. of factors so, in here, and it's it really hard to nail down. Right, absolutely. Let's go to Jim in Aurora. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jim? Hey, Jim. Uh, you're absolutely right, Jesse, and good to hear you on your day off there, Mark. Um, no, when they – it shouldn't matter, but – in today's psyche of these guys, we talked about it, you met Mark and Fred back then, that today's pitcher, they are so conditioned to pitch when they expect to pitch. And I think Jesse's absolutely correct that Larusa should have started using him immediately in the ninth. What he's got to do now is sit these two guys down and say, hey, we brought him here to do this. He's got the track record. You are our guy going forward. And... Um, and what? Although pitch, it shouldn't pitch matter. Liam in the and pitch Liam in the eighth? Correct. Oh, Absolutely. And I'm really messing with that. I don't think you can trade roles right now. I, I just, I don't know. You know, but it's know. funny, though. Liam is, has said. Remember, very, this was supposed to be a good thing to have right, two all star closers. I know. And it, who knew that it would create such an issue? But Liam had said, again, he's saying the right things. He had said, Put me in the second inning. I don't care. I'll pitch wherever you need me. He's saying the right things, but is he really ready to step out of the role that he's had? Haven't we even seen Liam Hendricks have success in the eighth, too, when he's come in for some of those two-inning saves? Like, maybe it makes sense to have Hendricks in in the eighth. That's Tyler, our producer. Think about it, uh, Jim. You're, 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 You're giving a guy... A bigger role because he failed in the smaller role. I'm talking about Kimbrough. He failed in the eighth inning, so okay, let's give him the ninth inning and punish um, the guy that just signed a four-year deal with us. It, it, but where, hey, but where where has this guy thrived for the last ten to twelve years? I know in the ninth. I know that's that's his that's his job. That's his right. It shouldn't matter, and I understand. I, I know what Tony's thinking. If you go back and look on those teams in the seventies, Tony was a young rookie in Oakland when Oakland used pitchers for three innings and inter- interchanged them, and they won yep. those championships. That's the mentality of then. But now 
you've got to condition a guy to pitch only when he expects to pitch. Jim, you're right. It shouldn't matter, but it actually does. Yeah, and, and again, I don't think this is going to derail their season necessarily. He has time to figure it out, but look, they are all claiming it has nothing to do with that. And my only answer to that is, just like we're not positive, there's no way they know that for sure. No. How can they know that for sure? They can't get inside Craig Kimbrell's head. He may not even realize it for sure. Right. He may not. It's about the adrenaline, the the... You know what I mean? Like Tony's got to recognize it and make that adjustment, whatever that needs to be. I don't know what that is, though. Let's go to yeah. John in Evanston. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, John? Hey, John. Hey, guys. You got Tapera in the bullpen. Use him in the ninth inning in a seven-run lead. Do not touch your closers. Yeah. I don't care if they don't pitch for three days. You know, with this lineup intact now, you're going to have games like that. And you got to sit the guys down and go, you may only be used twice a week with this lineup. You may be used three times. But be prepared. If you have to, pitch in the bullpen. Keep loose. Keep ready. But as far to Paris, got to be used more, man. He, he has got great stuff. There is your eighth inning guy, Tapera. He would be a great setup, man, with this ball club. And then you got two closers that you can decide when you want to use them. That's interesting. Don't use one in the eighth at all. Just switch yeah. off using them in the ninth. You know what, John? You yeah. bring up a good point about right. the ninth inning last night. Let, let me go through this now because you know the, the, the days confuse me. John, do this with me and, and Mark. So the day before was the seven pitch ninth inning, right? By by Kimbrel. Mm-hmm. The day before that was that when he warmed up but didn't pitch. Yes, he, right? he got warm. And the day before that is when he got hit around a little bit, right? I believe so, yeah. So he was up four days in a row? Is that? Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah, no, mm-hmm. you know what? I, Am I missing a game? We, we may be missing a game in there. When, when Liam went in for the five-out save, right? right. Wasn't that, that, yeah. But then struggled in the, a little bit in the ninth. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's when he Kimbrel got up, up and warmed up. Yeah. And Kimbrel had pitched. But was it the night before yeah, that he remember. had pitched? I can't remember now. But I feel like he was, he's was he been up or in the game like three or four straight days. So what is he doing in a 17-10 to 10 game? Remember, he didn't make also, a lot of sense, no. He also threw 40 pitches in one game. So, you know. No, that was Liam. That was Liam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Sometimes. You know, you've used Liam. You, you, you know, he's thrown a lot of pitches in, in in a few games now, and and you got you got Kimbrell, who's the all-time save leader. You know what? If you need to use Liam for for like a third of an inning in the eighth, and then the ninth, one day, the next day, use Kimbrell in the ninth. Okay. And keep him just for the ninth, because that's when Kim Brell's at his best. Yeah, right, thank you, John. It, right, and so. that's what I was saying. You know, do we bounce back and forth and have somebody work up to the ninth? Like a Tapera, right. you can't use him every day. But I do agree with, I mean, why not even put in uh, Ruiz last night? It was a 17-10 to 10 he, he, game. I think he said... Um yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't think. Uh, I was well, on the Ruiz post. I was on the post game Zoom. Ruiz and I, I, uh, pitched the day before, yeah. and that's why that didn't happen. Right. Um, okay. So I missed a day in there. The Blue Jays on Wednesday beat the White Sox three to one. That was the Giolito start. So then it was it was the previous two days yeah. that Kimbrough had been used or warmed up. So he had that day in between. Then the seven pitch inning, and then last night. But still, seventeen ten game. He had warmed up or pitched in three out of four days. Why Why was he in there? And I thought myself, I asked LaRusso post game, 
about Kimbrough's performance, but I did not ask him why was he in there in the first place. I I, I probably should have. So um, I don't know, man. I, maybe maybe we're we're digging too deep on this. The idea of in a playoff game, we're only going to use one or the other, and only in the ninth inning, and skip the other All Star closer for Ryan Tapera or someone else. We might be overanalyzing this. Well, probably. <laughs> Probably, but we're looking, for, him to but use we're him looking only for answers. When, they didn't yeah. trade for him only to use him right. when Hendricks isn't available. Right. But we, uh, you know, to even uh, consider that Kimbrell is going to have a tough time in the eighth, but be dominant in the ninth. Yeah. You know, that's that's that adds something that we didn't necessarily I think expect. the answer is he's got to figure the out the answer. I think the answer is he's got to figure out the eighth. And right, maybe it is a mechanical thing. I mean, maybe it is. Or it's a mental thing. Well, that maybe that too. Yeah. That's why we're debating it. Jesse Rogers, Mark Xander back in a moment. We've got Jeff Dickerson next hour, 2 hours from now. Dylan Cease joins us, and we'll play Ask Dylan Anything. That means you can do it at 312-332-3776 right here on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Hi, it's Jesse Rogers, Mark Xander here, ESPN 1000. Follow and join us in the Twitch chat, twitch.tv backslash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Yes, I have my sunglasses on. Yeah, you yeah, Twitch I was going to say it. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're twitching, you're going to see Jesse in his sunglasses. You've got a pair for every day, every occasion. I don't do, you? I do. I always have to repeat the Joe Madden line when I walked into his office with sunglasses on, and he said, Jesse, there's two types of people that wear sunglasses inside jerks. That's the word I'll use. Jerks and blind people. And you're not blind. <laughs> That's what he said to me. He used a much more aggressive word than jerks. I'm sure he did. Yeah. And that got a laugh from everybody. He did. Yeah. I've got a couple hot takes I want to get to, but yeah. I don't want to dismiss our callers. We've got a bunch of them. Um, and we, we want to continue on this thing. I, I mean, I, don't you feel a little silly, like, uh, trying to find a better place for for Craig Kimbrell than the like I feel like look we're splitting hairs I look know, look we, we've got a dominant team on the south side right and uh you know the record speaks for itself last night was a bit of a circus on both sides and I want to get around to asking you about some of the bright spots on the Cubs because I think that'll it's, be a short conversation well but you know what though there are some interesting things going on there and it's only because of this situation are we seeing some of these players and it's fun to watch these young guys play for their career and you might end up seeing somebody you never thought was going to make an impact maybe stick in the future but we'll get there yeah I'll set aside five minutes later for that yeah Owen yeah. and Willowbrook you're on ESPN 1000 because that's all we'll need on that okay go ahead Owen hey guys um you know, first of all, come to playoffs as far as the bullpen and everything. Um, you're going to see a starter move into the bullpen, I think. They're not going to go with a five-man rotation, I don't think. No, probably not. Yeah. And, so, and then the other thing that I, I want to give you guys food for thought. The kid that pitched last night, Lopez, has been great. Mm-hmm. He's, been, he's come in, and, but he's come in as a long reliever. He came into that game early in the game when it was like 6 nothing. But I think this kid has deserved a spot somewhere down the line here in the next couple months to see what he'll do in a high leverage situation. His, you know, he's he's shown major, major improvement, and and I think that um, some of our guys that we were dependent on, like Bummer, 
Um, and even a couple of our closers just say they've had some, they've had their issues. Mm. I, I would like to see over the next couple of months, see Lopez coming in, you know, after the seven sometime in a high leverage game to see what happens. I doubt that's going to happen. Those roles back there are pretty defined and he's because he, and he is defining his own role. Yeah, and is. that would be a long man in a playoff situation. Right. Dylan Cease has a short start. And he's done some spot starting, and I don't know if that would be the case in the playoffs, but no, look, no, no. I mean, he look, he's showing us what he needs to show us. for They, they have their four starters in the playoffs. Let's right. not go overboard about Lopez right. right now. But he's earning a role, mm-hmm. and it could be an important role, where he comes in as the long man in a playoff game. But he's not going to start pitching the eighth inning in high leverage, I don't believe. That's just my opinion. I just don't think they're going to try to fit that role this late in the season for him. But Back to Keuchel. Keuchel may not even make the playoff roster. He may not. If 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 again, you don't if need, it starts tomorrow, you don't need two long men in the playoff no, playoffs. And Lopez right now would be that guy. Right. Uh, many times the fifth starter doesn't make the postseason roster. If he made it, it would probably be because of who he is and his resume. Mm-hmm. But right now, just because of numbers and all these other things, and Lopez, he may not have a spot. And last night, first time all season, I can remember. Probably in many seasons. Not, I can't be positive about this. He didn't talk to the media after the game. The starting pitcher, good, bad, whatever, talks to the media after the game. Um, he was not available. Now, he will be today. They, the Sox PR said that. But my point is, you could tell this is weighing on him. There's no doubt in my mind. Everything we're talking about right now regarding playoffs and his position, he's thinking. He's thinking. He's a smart guy. Of course he's he been is. around the block. Yeah. He knows his playoff roster spot is in jeopardy. He's got to fix it. And it, it, it's interesting is how, how do you see, you know, is he, uh, is he, does he look tired? You know, is he just, is he fading? You know, his. Yeah, I haven't asked many people about Keiko. It's because they've been so good and they have their four pitchers. Right. You know, it's just kind of been like a, his struggles have been a little bit of an afterthought. Yep. I, I don't know the answer. I don't think he's tired. Like I told you, he kind of was building himself up to this moment. Mm. He's admitted April if he when he struggled in April and May, there may have been a reason for it. He start he purposely was holding back some coming off the 60 game season. He knew this was going to be a long one. So but so th- that made sense, but why is he struggling now? That's a whole different story. Now, does it make sense to maybe uh spot start Lopez in his spot in Keiko's spot give him a little extra time? If he needs rest, sure. You know, but I don't know if it's rest. It may not be. I don't know if it's rest. Right. Right. Um, let's go to Victor in Little Village. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Victor, Victor, what's up? Yes, how you doing? Good. Good. Hey, good, good, good to hear you guys, Jesse and Mark. Uh, just want to let you know, I agree with Brandon and Owen that just called right now yeah. about Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you guys are saying, that he's in jeopardy. Put him out now. You got to put Reynaldo Lopez in there now. He's shown. Look what he did in Oakland. With Oakland, look what he did. Yeah, that's not easy to do, and he did that on another game. Well, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing, Victor. Look, having Keiko in the rotation isn't going to affect their playoff chances. Could it affect home field advantage? Yes. If Lopez is going to be the long man, maybe you want to leave him in this long man role. Now you could yeah, also get add, used to that. You yeah. could also add him as a sixth starter to give everybody an extra day down the stretch, so that kind of satisfies both things. Gives you a chance yes. to win and re- rest players. Right. Go ahead. That's Lopez for you right there, right? 
You want to give your 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 other four a nice rest? He's right there for you. Not Keiko. Right, and, and look, Lopez jumped into uh, you know Rodon's spot to start for him when he was having you know the issues before he came right, back. But, so, that, but they, right. they needed him, right? They, right? Right? But what I'm saying, but uh, what you're saying, I agree with. Is yeah, I, I didn't necessarily mean a spot start in the playoffs. Be, be the long man in the playoffs, but to get him ready for that role, also include him in a. I right, you know what? If Keiko needs some rest, okay, have him jump sure, in there sure. and start. Look, the kid has earned that opportunity. Right, right. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I just don't His think you have to put out now. Keuchel to pasture because they no, have a ten-game lead. No, 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 no. I don't lead. think. No, it's not time yet. Yeah. We have to give him a chance to get back. But if it is rest he needs, I hope that he gets it. Lopez can jump in because we need a Keuchel. I mean, the guy's playoff experience is invaluable. Right. We right. need him around. I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's hurting or something. He's yeah. not saying something. Maybe right. you're right. Maybe he needs the rest. I'm just saying he talked about building himself up for this he moment. Did. And if this moment comes and he needs rest, then what was April and May and June about? Like how? I well, it almost built- sounds like there's something missing here that we do not know about. We're going to talk to Paul Sullivan of the Chicago Tribune next. He always has a hot take for us. I have a hot take as well. I'm going to give it to you in 30 seconds right now. I really wish the playoffs were starting next week. I'm so excited about the American League playoffs. They're going to be great. What I hate about the baseball season is we have a whole nother month. We have a whole nother month. This happens to me every it's year. Jesse advocating for a shorter yeah, season? Yeah, I wrote this at ESPN.com earlier in the week. If I was going to change one thing, I would shorten the season by a month. And I can make a good argument for it. You take the July trading season, the momentum to the trade deadline, into the pennant races in August, and right into oh, September, right and the playoffs. Instead of this extra month where football takes over, hockey and basketball start making during, noise. During camp, yep. Ballparks are empty in September. White Sox Park, I guarantee you, will not draw much midweek in September. It just everything craters in terms of the the momentum. It does pick up in October in the cities that have the playoffs. Right. I think it could be more of a national thing if you led if you went July to August trade deadline to pennant race to playoffs right away. I think the nation would be more captivated. What's by the it. actual number of games did you come up with then? If we oh, chop, chop I, a month off, I, are we just I, taking just 30 one, off? 130. 130? 130. Uh-huh. How do you pl- replace the revenue that the owners would miss? My feeling would be with less games available to go to, more people would, would cram into up. April, for example. More people would show up in on days that normally don't draw in, in April and May, for example. That's interesting. And here's everything. You won't make it all up. But you're also going to pay the players less. They're going to get 30 games less of salary. Everybody gets oh, a little less. Oh, then we get the union involved. How are they going okay. to be okay Well, with for this? a pitcher, he has five less starts. That adds a year to his career. How about that? For any of, any of, sure. any of them extend sure. their careers because of less They're injuries, less wear and tear. They're all on timers. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not saying it's perfect. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I might take, for, for them, that's the equivalent of a few thousand dollars off my salary. I get an extra month of vacation. Don't forget about that. Right. They're off for an extra month. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, there's details to get worked out. Yeah. But I feel like we just lose the momentum. I'm. Aren't you ready for the playoffs now? Oh, well, yeah. I Wouldn't you be ready at sure. least, all right, 10 days from now, two weeks from now, a whole nother month? Yeah. No, this you're happens right. every you're year right. to me. It happens every year. I get so excited around this time. And then it's another then month. You just Kid, have to. Kids are at school. 
football is well underway, and then, okay, finally the playoffs here. And, yes, in the 10 cities that have playoff teams, there's excitement. But I just feel like you'd have a lot more going if you went uh, trade, pennant race, playoffs. You know, we'll take your ideas, 312-332-3776. I kind of like where you're going with this. You're Ah, not wrong. There you go. I convinced one. I convinced one. Paul Sullivan in the Tribune next on ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. All right, we're back on ESPN 1000. Jesse Rogers, Mark Zander till noon, having a great discussion about the White Sox and Cubs, but mostly focused on the White Sox. As we welcome in a longtime baseball writer from the Chicago Tribune, Paul Sullivan. He's covered both sides of town, has an article today about Sox fans welcoming Cub fans to the South Side. Sully, how you doing this morning? Hey, Sully. Hey, doing good. How are you guys? Good, good. good. We, we, we don't have a lot of time with you, so we're going to go rapid fire. Like I mentioned, okay. you have covered both sides of town for a long, long time. So I'm going to start with a curveball to you right away. Now that the Sox are healthy in the lineup, we saw what they did last night. Granted, it was against Cubs pitching. 2020 White Sox lineup or 2016 Cubs lineup? You have five seconds to answer. Which one do you like better? <laughs> oh, you got to say Sox. Really? I mean, that's one through nine, yeah. Well, of course, nine. You got the DH. Well, one but, through right. eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. uh, I mean, right now with Yasmani back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a... Come on. That I mean, was other perf- than Rizzo, Baez, and, uh, you know, right, uh, Bryant, it, it uh, really wasn't that uh, close. I and Contreras. Yeah, Dexter, too. Well, but, yeah, the White Sox have a true American League lineup. It's a thumping right. lineup. Yep. Yeah, I think that lineup is, is why people believe the team can win. Uh, you know, certainly, like you talked about the bullpen, there's some issues there. But, yeah, this is, this is the, the real deal here. And well, speaking about the bullpen, uh, Paul, uh, Craig Kimbrell, do you buy anything uh, into this whole concept that eighth inning, he, that mentality that Craig brings to the game, it doesn't work in the eighth like it does the ninth, or is he just struggling? I don't know. It, it kind of reminds me of his uh, first year with the Cubs when uh, yes, you know, everything does. every time he went out there, it was a, it was a nightmare and you didn't know what to expect. And then sprinkled in are some good ones like the other night. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the ninth inning thing. I think it's just coming to a new team and the whole different situation where, uh, you know, they're waiting to see what they do with him and Liam. And obviously, you know, he's. I thought he'd get a lot more uh, closing opportunities. But uh, the one the other night in Toronto has been the only one that I know of. And, of course, he pitched his best. So yeah. See, that's the if question, you believe right? in that theory, yeah. that, that, that game helped you, you know, toward, in, in that direction. Um, it's kind of fascinating. I agree with you. The trade probably impacted him in some manner. Threw him off just a little just, bit. And, it must and, be. Right. And then, the, and then you add the new role to it. Remains to be seen. But, um, you know, uh, let's go back to the Cubs. I got one for you as we okay. play rapid fire with Sully. Should David Ross be judged in any manner these couple final months or even for the entirety of this season? Was 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 last night a shortstop dropping a, fly, a pop-up and the right fielder missing an easy you know base hit uh, that goes under his glove? Are those things on David Ross in any manner at all? Are we? Can you judge Ross based on anything this season? 
Uh, no, not now, not since the sell-off. Yeah. Um, I think next year is really the proving point for him. And the thing is, you know, is, since I believe his contract's up, so uh, they'll have to decide before next year whether to give him an extension. They're not going to make him be a lame duck. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think we can't really judge him off this. It's you know, basically a triple-A team sometimes. Yeah. I'd be shocked if he didn't get an extension. Shocked. I would be, I would too, be too, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're, you know, if they make a lot of additions and then still uh, are like this next year, then you got to wonder. True. If they're like this next year, we're all. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a long year. It's going gonna, gonna to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It already has been a long year, but. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah. I can't. One year at a time, Jesse. Yeah, One right, year at exactly. a time. Yeah. All right. I, so, I do have to say, yeah. uh, Jesse, you know, and you, you can back me up here. In all our years of watching the Cubs, have you ever seen a team go from potentially okay in June to uh, as bad as they are now? No, of course not, but obviously there's reasons for it. The roster yes, anyway, the roster is different. Yeah. Um, you know, but this it, is a colossal. They've won five, five games in August. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's not... And, it, and the kicker, of course, is there's like three guys that are actual prospects on this team, most of them yeah. on the mound. Everyone else yeah. is 30. I love Patrick yeah. Wisdom, but he just turned 30. Yeah, yeah that's the funny thing, yeah. and... Uh, you know, you you like him, and uh, Schwindel's playing well, too, but, you know, come on. Right. So uh, another one on the south side, uh, Keiko. Is this yeah. a, a function of needing some rest? Is he fading? Uh, you know, what? How, how do you see it? And, you know, right now, if the playoffs started, Jesse and I were talking about it, there's no way he makes that uh, four-man rotation. Well, no, no way he makes the rotation, but, you know, does he make the roster, I guess would be the question, because as you remember, uh, when Lackey was uh, out of the playoff rotation, they, they stuck him in the bullpen that one year, his last year, I believe it was, and then for some reason, Joe put him in the game and against, uh, yeah. I think it was Justin Turner, instead of Wade Davis, he gave up the home run, and that kind of changed the whole uh, complexion of that series. So, I don't know if you... You know, you don't want to uh, insult the guy. He was one of your key acquisitions, but uh, I don't know what you do with him, but definitely not in the rotation. Yeah, not in the rotation. You might be able to hide him in the bullpen a little bit easier in the American League because you're not pinch hitting a lot in the American League. He could be on the roster yeah. and never pitch unless it's mop-up, and that way you're not insulting the veteran. But, look, if they need the roster spot, he's off. I mean, there's no there's no friendships yeah. in October. It's 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 all business. Yeah, and the lackey thing was definitely a friendship thing, and the fact that you know he was retiring and everyone wanted him to go out with a bang. Uh, but uh, you know, I don't think even Theo thought that Joe would use him in a high leverage situation like that. Yeah, being a longtime reporter as you are, uh, little surprising. Keiko wasn't uh, on the post game Zoom last night, or okay, it was a long game. It was uh, it was mostly about that offense and Grandel. Uh, reporters didn't need Keiko. What did you think about him not? Not talking, and he will today. I'm not ripping on him. Yeah. I'm just curious what you think. No, I don't know the circumstances, and I got to say, Keiko has always been a of really stand-up guy yeah. with us. Yeah. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, and it was kind of a long game that, you know, by the end he didn't really factor into the Sox win. They won by so much. So, like, it was a bad sidelight of the game, but uh, especially being booed off the mound like he has, which I haven't heard in years that, a Sox game. Yeah, my, my uh, guess, my guess, Sully is 
He didn't want to avoid us. He's just kind of down on himself and, you know, needed a moment to regroup. Which meaning, would be no surprise. Right. I mean, I, that, yeah. it, that must have been uh, pretty hard. Yeah. Especially I, the I think if, if there was no Zoom, if we were in the clubhouse, he would have talked. Right, yeah. right. And and the storyline was Grendel and everything else. Sully, yeah. you're the best. We'll be reading your right, pal. Jess. Thanks. All right, see you guys. See you. Okay. All right. He's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's uh, he's funny. He's great. He uh, texted you while we were he talking. Did. And, he uh, did. He said good show, and I, I basically said anybody that texts us good show, they, they can come <laughs> on because right. it's going to be very rare. For the two of us. All right, we're going to move on to the Bears in a little bit here. I still want to get um, people's responses to my latest hot take, shorten the season by a month, and yeah, my reasons for it. 312-332-3776. We will recap those reasons when we come back in two minutes here on ESPN 1000.